I'll make them all see that I could be anything I wanna be If you got a dream, then you need persistence and lots of belief, yeah Yo, don't take that Negative energy, I replace that I just wanna be me, I don't fake that I just wanna be free, I chase that I got a new obsession It's helping and teaching and giving everyone a lesson It's living and winning and building something that's impressive I don't wanna do the same thing, I wanna be progressive all. Got a lot of dreams that I'll make come true Got a lot of things that I wanna do Got a lot of goals that I wanna prove And there's not a lot of time, so I gotta make moves Hey, what's going on? It's Kyle George. And I'm Rodney Harris. And you are listening to A Different Angle. Oh, man. This has been a very interesting week now, hasn't it, sir? <laughs> oh, it has. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be the Braille version of A Different Angle. Um, <laughs> for I am slightly blind. I don't want to hide. <laughs> but I'm okay. I can see now. I uh, wasn't able to see for a little while. Uh, my left eye um, has damage done on Christmas Day. Who are um, you? Who, who's that? Two chains? You? you have... Oh, oh, oh what was it? Um, well, what? What? One, one of them? Who got? Who got one? When I'm moody, Fetty Wap. Fetty, yeah, that's what it is. Out here looking Fetty like Wap. Fetty. <laughs> that's hilarious. I, I, I was a full cyclops for a whole day. Um. But we got that taken care of. Yeah, folks, um, just a quick PSA. Do not squirt hand sanitizer into your eye. It could do a lot of damage, um, possibly damage your cornea, and you could possibly go blind. Yeah, so, shit happens. <laughs> thank God for, thank God for um, beautiful eye doctors who do a phenomenal job. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, you so with that being said, uh, <laughs> do you want to go into your mental health or you just want to um, jump into the episode? <laughs> I, I'm I'm pretty messed up. I, I'm just that's where I'm gonna leave it. I can't give you a scale of one to ten right now. Um, I'm, I'm at the house all over the place. Uh, it, it's been pretty rough the last couple of days, but I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm standing. I have my health. Thank God, I'm here. That's all I can tell you. If I had to put a number on it, uh, four. Oh damn, <laughs> four. Just and it's not even a bad four. It's a. What the hell's going on? Right, man? right. It's, it's, it's that it's, retrograde. That's what's going on. That's that's, that's what's happening. Like what? <laughs> it felt like just whatever could go wrong will go wrong. Right. It's Seriously. Um, for me, well, first off, I hope everybody had a great Christmas. Um, should have probably started off with that. Um, for me, solid seven. You know, I'm just going through the motions, but at the same time, not going through the motions. Like it's weird. You know what I mean? But look, mental's mental's all right. You know, life what we say, right? Life be life and so mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um so when y'all are able to watch this, as you can see, there is a certain individual who is not in the same room with the guest because once again, he messed his eye up. So <laughs> So today we have a pair of reoccurring guests. Um these young ladies are teachers in the New York education system and <laughs> and uh, they wanted to come back because you know Rodney and I both felt that there was so much more to speak about uh, being teachers and 
not only just being teachers, but really being teachers in New York and just dealing with a lot of the things that's going on um, in, in the world, really. Uh, so there's been a lot of different situations that would have never been presented if wars weren't going on, if uh, certain if people weren't crossing our borders, things like that. You know, the amount, I mean. Um, so... Once again, my fiance Tiffany is here, and Hi. our <laughs> one of our marriage best friends, Gabby, is here. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so, uh, Rod, do you want to start with a question? Yes, yes, yes. I would like to start with a question. Um, ladies, welcome back. We really appreciate having you guys. Thank you so much for coming back on. Um, the last time we really spoke about um, safety and the importance of, of teacher safety and student safety and how serious the, or not serious this country is really taking it. Um, today, I'm thinking about going a different route, um, more of a um, systematic route as far as the systems that's being taught. Um, now that I work inside a school district, inside the system, and, and happens to be on Long Island District, but it's still within the New York sector and understanding how the New York education system works on a little bit better of a scale, I'm starting to get a first-hand look of, of a lot of things that I didn't know were being pushed or being talked about now. Um, some of the things are a little alarming. Some of the things are like, man, I wish I just had a little bit more of that. Um, just as a broad stroke, without going into detail, don't want to get nobody in trouble. Um, what are you guys feelings about the, the systems and the structure of how things are being taught today to these children? <laughs> <laughs> um... It's difficult. I get it. No, no, it's all. I would say, all right, comparing it to when we were going to school, right? We we had a different way of being taught. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like the system that is being taught today is the same? Or do you feel like it's changed because of the generational change? It's definitely different from when we were going to school. I mean, like, look at us. We were going to public schools. Um, You know, me and Gab work for a charter, Mm. which off the rip is completely different from public schools. I didn't go to public school. Um, So that within itself is a different experience. But when it comes to what we're teaching, there are times when I don't feel like I'm teaching. Um, we just took a class yeah. that both me and Gabby are in school as well, pursuing our master's for education. And one of our classes was um, assessment. Yep. And it was talked about the unethical teaching of t- teaching to the test. And 90% of the time, I feel like that's what I'm and doing. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're giving an assessment. We're given an assessment. It's like, all right, these are this is what's on this assessment. This is what's on this test. Teach it. And it's, there's, like, no real teaching happening. Yeah, it's all memorization. Yeah. There's no gotcha. actual learning, no authentic learning that's happening. Um, so it makes it difficult for these kids to actually, I don't want to say retain anything, because they are retaining some things, but they're not learning. And the few opportunities they do have to learn is what takes a back burner. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like writing. So to a point where where <laughs> teaching now is more so using this as a broad reference, the regions, right, for instance. Instead of being taught, like let's say it's history, which 
not my forte, but instead of learning everything that happened in the Revolutionary War, everything that happened with slavery, everything that happened with the the Qin Dynasty or something like that, it's specific to said questions on the regents instead of the overall aspect of history. Yes. But well, in, in our, our, in our case, situation, because yes. I want to say growing up, I feel like I learned more than what I'm actually teaching now. Yeah, me too. Yes. Yeah, so like when you're using the regents as an example, there's an overall, like the regents are like kind of what a broad scope, yes. a broad yes. scope yes. of yeah. what you learned. Yeah. So you're learning all of this stuff and all of this stuff and then the regents just tested random right. things. Right. Where for us, it's... Here's the question. The question is, and I'll use math for example for us. The question is, for me, kindergarten, which is more, the blue or the green bears? So now I'm teaching children how to decipher what's more, mm-hmm. as opposed to all of these other mathematical concepts where I have mm-hmm. to sit here and kind of just drill into them how to figure out what's more, as opposed to everything else yeah mm. and then me being who taught k last year and then i'm teaching fourth grade now and like watching those those habits or skills quote unquote like transition in the fourth grade doesn't work right you know they don't have true skills there's no intrinsic learning mm-hmm. it's oh i remember how to do this so i'm going to apply it to this question even if it doesn't work because mm-hmm. they are not intrinsically learning right jeez the, the, the one thing that i've heard from other teachers and that i work with and hearing about the word control, taking back control of the classroom, and really taking back control of the structure in which things are being taught. Like, everything is directed towards the regents. Now, working in a high school, it's a little bit more of a, this is what's going to be on your regents, so you might want to pay attention to this. Now, there's some teachers that like to go outside the box where, you know, you're not really supposed to, but it's the way I do it because I want them to still enjoy what I'm doing instead of just drilling it into them. Mm-hmm. Memorize this, memorize this, memorize this. So I, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be close to the teachers so I like to go outside the box a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I definitely see those T900s walking in, memorize this, this is on your regents. Memorize this, this is on your regents. And it's more, like you guys said, it's more of a memory game where it's like, all right, so they're just looking forward to January. They're looking forward to June. Because they're not, they, all they got to do is give them one topic, here you go, Industrial Revolution, know it, the English, the, the American Industrial Revolution, the English Industrial Revolution, figure it out, it's going to be on your blue roots. That's it. Like, all right, cool. But what about the in-between about the Industrial Revolution? What about those little intricate things about the Industrial Revolution? The poor, the poverty, who who started it, this, that, the third. Those little things mean something. Yeah. So I do see it from both sides, but I was really taken back when I got into the school district to see, and there's really robots out here trying to teach these kids mm-hmm. how to memorize things, man. But like, then this the is kids just a memory game. The kids then become robots. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like my students, my fourth grade students, when even when it comes to like math, right, they know how to do um 
arrays, right? Mm-hmm. They learned that in third grade, but can't get out of the mindset of there is another way to skin this cat. There's another right. way to figure out this problem. Without, they, they're not flexible thinkers. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because even when <laughs> reading, which is my love, um, they they do the same thing. They don't flexibly, flexibly think about what they're reading. They don't read between the lines. There's no deep. Con- There's no deep no conversation or com- comprehension. There's no context clues. No context clues. It's very surface level. Like very. If the book doesn't say the cat is blue, they're not going to understand that everything nope. around what the words are is telling you that the cat is blue. And I think what makes it worse is that as parents, you know, all of us are parents. You know, Rod, we spoke about it where you're not there yet with your little one, but. For the three of us, you know, especially with you guys being teachers, it gets to a point where you want to help, but then you're told that what you learned was incorrect, or you know, teach it the way we ha- teach it the way that your that your teacher is teaching you. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, but, and it, it's difficult to comprehend. Like, okay, I am not in the school, any school district, with all due respect, nor do I want to be. Um, but for me, it gets difficult because it's like, all right, I see an easier way, but I have to help you your way first, which I understand. But it's like, OK, there are just like you said, there are other ways to approach this. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever actually gone to school at a charter school. I did for high school. And what I loved about it, it was just different because the way they taught us was different instead of it being. Like, I don't know the intricacies, of course. I was a teenager. Like, I don't know none of that. Mm-hmm. That's none of, it was none of my business. I was supposed to just go to school and, you know, pass. Um, I hope or, learn. Or, or skip, you know, whatever. Um, I'm not encouraging that, kids. Go to school, damn it. Um, or Rodney will find you. Um, <laughs> so, but. If I'm not the right now. <laughs> but. What I loved about it was that the way they taught us, the way they taught us was different than your normal public school, your normal private school, whatever the case may be. And that's how it was for me. I went from private school from first to eighth and then went to a charter school for high school. So for my experience going to school, it was much different than a lot of the people I know to this day. So but like I said, you know, like, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was actually like history. But I remember from then, so that was, oh, God, I don't even want to think about it. That was six, 12 years ago? What? Boy, what? Yeah, I'm very like 22 years ago? Um, <laughs> oh, God, I'm old. Um, <laughs> he said, oh, God, I'm old. Because I'm still the oldest one that, on the panel right now. Like, yes, you are. I'm sick of it. Like All right? My knees... <laughs> Hurt your citizen. Whatever your needs are worse than mine. So that being said, um, like I said, like I knew about you know Christopher Columbus and all of them coming over and massacring people before I felt like some of my friends did. I learned that as an adult. No, but oh my that's God. that's what. Are y'all I, but that's what. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I didn't but learn you, that in you, high school. You, once again, you was, but you had a different upbringing. Period. No, 
no. Kinda. No. <coughs> no. I knew, no. I knew about. I learned about little, that in school. I no, I but when in school though? Elementary school. See, I didn't. Columbus. I didn't have that. Christopher Columbus was America's savior because oh he's who found the, the right. Literally, it wasn't until I was an right. adult. That I've learned, and this is why black people need to be in schools. Because I had a fifth grade, black, my fifth grade teacher was a black woman, and I learned that in school. Yeah, but that, but that's what I'm saying. It was, it's also who was your teacher? Yeah, who was I this? Agree. But, but this is why. Once again, this is why I'm bringing up my the high school I went to because they uh, they literally approached teaching differently, which is what I felt. You know, gr- at least growing up from that point on. That's how I thought charter schools would have been until my I got daughter. engaged to somebody, right? Or, <laughs> or you know, my daughter going to a charter school, but it being drastically different than what I was used to or I was accustomed to all those years ago. Mm-hmm. So, I guess my question would be: if out outside of the teaching for testing, right? What would you like to change from what you know of teaching our children or the content that they're able to learn? Okay. Well, I'm going to just double back just a little bit because you talked about how uh, teaching in your charter school was different from private school, right? And like, I guess... I want to say most of us, or like myself, myself going into fourth grade, coming from kindergarten, I had to learn how to teach my children how to do math that way. I didn't Mm -hmm. learn how to do math that way. I don't know math that way, but I learned. And once I learned, of course, I taught it to them, but then also on the back end, teach them how to do it a different way. So for me, unfortunately, my charter school does not have a writing curriculum. Mm -hmm. Therefore, my scholars do not know how to write. They don't know how to Mm -hmm. write uh, conventional sentences. They do not know how to spell. And I mean, like, not just elementary school, but even in the middle schools. I don't know what they're doing in high school. Can't speak to that because none of my children at the time, at the moment now, are in uh, charter school, uh, high school charter schools. But for me, I would love to see the a writing curriculum and even the the reading curriculum be changed. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I do believe that these kids need they need skills. Um, in order to of answer course. these multiple choice questions right. and 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 even writing like writing is a skill you need you need to know uh, the skills in order to be successful at these things but also I believe that in order to f- my belief is that in order for these kids to truly learn they have to be given the space to explore mm-hmm. and yeah. that includes in reading and writing right yeah. give them different topics to learn about not mm-hmm. just these basic like, Yes, if we do the nonfiction and the fiction, but make it something that would be fun, right? right. And something, something that's, that's fun, deep. but also deep. Something deep. they're learning, like, that they're taking away. Like, I will never forget our kid coming home talking about she didn't know Puerto Ricans were slaves. Yes. Yeah. And it was like, I was amazed because at one point she wasn't saying anything and then all of a sudden this come this is I'm like all right cool so now you're actually learning something like right. there's something sticking and then yeah 
that yeah. now we're getting ready for a test. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Less test based and, and make it because these kids are not going to, when you become an adult, nobody's testing you all day, every right. day long. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't make sense. I think that whatever we are doing in the classroom, whatever the curriculum may be, it should be able to transfer over into real life. Well, I agree. Also, I just feel like there's space where it shouldn't be like, so for me, in K, in kindergarten, it's so math-based. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, everything is, the biggest focus is on math, and the only time our children or my kids are exposed to reading or being read to is when there is time in the schedule for me to read the book to them, mm-hmm. which that barely exists, or when we're sitting in a guided reading group where the books are so... Flat. Yeah, like there's no substance. There's no yeah, substance no behind substance. them, and then it's just like, all right, you have to teach them how to comprehend. You have to yeah. teach them all this, and it's like, what are they comprehending about a cat who's right. hiding? Like, I would like just like more substance, more opportunity to learn outside of the basic reading and math, and this just goes into middle school too. As somebody who I would watch these movies about these middle schoolers or high schoolers, their classes home ec. They have mm-hmm. a baby yes. they have to watch. Yeah. They have a baby they need to take care of. I feel like that needs to be in the schools now. She's talking about poetic justice? And What's... us. We... <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I just feel, and I also feel like. If Stand we, by me. If you want kids had these stupid baby dolls, they would have, there would be less children having children. But that's uh, even, but that's yeah. even things like, like you said, like home ed, right? Or home ec or whatever the hell it was called. Cause I didn't have it. Um, you know, cooking, mm-hmm. you know, we, I feel like, like, class. I feel like this statement has been the talk of schools probably since the beginning of schools, but cook, uh, not cooking, um, um, taxes. I wish yes. I was just who I was going to like go next. taxes like, is something that we are not man, taught. Credit scores, Credit. why that's so important. Real like, life stuff. All, we're, right. all we know is at the age of 18, <laughs> we can apply for a credit card and there you go. By the time you're 20 years right. old, your you're credit in is debt. shot. Right, you're in super debt. What's up, Rod? <laughs> we got you. We got you. <laughs> listen, listen, there's two, there's so much stuff back here. First thing I wanted to touch on was about the writing curriculum. If we're going to instill a writing curriculum, can we please bring back cursive writing? Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, no, we don't absolutely. need cursive writing. I hated cursive writing. What? No, uh, that's exactly. the way to go. Bad way. I, I, I that's the way so, to go. I have so many high schools that don't know how to sign their name. Yeah. That's fair. I've, I've, I've met adults who now, don't know how to sign their name. They don't know how to sign it or write it because they don't know how to read it. So I yeah. write better in cursive than I do regular. So these kids don't know how to do that. I tell them to sign a name. All of a sudden, I see it written in print. Yeah. What is that? Go back home. Go Google how to write it in the cursive. Yeah. So I had to teach a couple of kids how to make their own signature. That's mm-hmm. the first thing. Second thing, I actually am a T classroom aide for fine uh, for uh, finance algebra, where we teach the stock market. We teach credit cards, credit card debt, loan debt, interest rates. We okay. teach it, teach this to these kids because. These are juniors about to be seniors. Mm. Those little things in the mail start to come in there for free credit cards. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, you're pre-approved, but it's this and the third. So I'm hitting these kids with the real. A lot of these kids are student athletes too. So a lot of them have really good skills and a lot of different things they do. So they're about to go to college on a full ride. Hey, if you want to go pro in whatever you do, listen, there's a lot more people that's way better than me at this, but I'm going to tell you right now, whatever millions you make, invest your first million. Yep. Don't God did just blow all your money. And I'll teach them about credit card debt. 
I'm teaching about the why, who, the, the three common use credit unions that will mm-hmm. that knock your credit. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is you need to go to the Department of Education and establish your own class. That's what you're saying. Yeah, and I'm. This is the reason why why the school I work in want. There's only one teacher that teaches this. And these kids are uh, happen to be specialist students. That little, you know, they got a lot of behavior problems. You know, they, gotta, they need somebody in the presence to really like, hey, calm down. <laughs> so that's why they called me in. And I, when I got their attention, I really got the chance to really see they're really interested in this. Mm-hmm. So we went and down. PowerPoint presentation. Broke it down. Printed out the slides on every piece of paper. Showed them step by step. This is what you do. This is what you don't do. This is what you look out for. They're going to trick you. They're going to tell you that, oh, for the first 15 months, you don't got to pay no interest. So you're going to just run it up to 10 grand. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, mm-hmm. interest after that 10 months, guess what happened? And you got to pay all that money back. So you never spend more money than you actually have. And I, I was going through it. All the kids they had questions. They were raising their hands. They were intuitive. And I said, I love this class. So I begged them to let me keep it. Then I said, listen, this is what you have to start doing. Home Mac. We got a spare, We have a unit for life skill kids who happen to have disabilities like Down syndrome, things of that nature. All they learn is life skills all day. Mm-hmm. They learn how to cook. They learn how to clean. They know they know about medication and it's called called health. The certain medications they take. If it's cough syrup, if it's what to look for, what to look at. Right. These things are critical, in my opinion. The Board of Education needs to install these things, not just for special ed students, but for all, all students. All students, yeah. yes. Because not everybody's going to be a doctor or a lawyer. For real. Like, these are life skills. you got to learn these things. You know what, It's important. You know what I feel like isn't around anymore, or at least I don't hear about it as much either? Driver's ed. Oh, I feel yeah. like there's that's not around as much no. either. I mean, in New, York, in New York, yeah, in New York, York it's understandable. In the, suburbs, in the suburbs, you get it a lot with these kids. But now what they do is they make you go on outside, find your own driver's school, and somehow, some way, if it's affiliated with the district, yeah. then they'll pay for it. If yep. it's not, then you, the parent, mom and dad, got to pay for it. Yeah. They'll pick you up at school and then take you drive. So it's like, all right, now y'all want to play games. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, why can't all driving schools be affiliated? Wherever you're located, you're affiliated with that district. Yeah. Okay. So if the kids come to you, you're making money. You're going to get paid. Don't worry about that. But let the kids, the kids how to drive. Okay. And the money is a, there. Don't let them the money be there. The money the is money there. there. They got the funding. Don't act like they don't. Yep. I'll be in these meetings. I hear them talking about, <laughs> well, you know, we light on the money. We yep. light on the money. No, yeah, you're okay. not. No, you're not. Okay. No, you're not. Um, Rod. You got enough. You got enough money to buy Oreos from the damn plays we be holding though. <laughs> or 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 all them or or all them damn pi- pizza pies y'all be yeah, trying to talk about it. Get, give to teachers slash workers and be like, oh yeah, oh here's lunch. right, yeah. right, damn lunch. Talk talk about oh we're gonna give you a gift. Here's a pie. Like no, I'm good. Thank you. Don't give me a pen either. Give me some a raise. Um, Rod, since you this this is still fairly new for you. Mm-hmm. How has your interaction with parents been? Ooh, let me tell you. <laughs> I was told that I am not allowed to interact with parents. If a parent comes up to me, I'm immediately supposed to direct them to whoever is in tra- A, in charge of that same classroom, yeah. or B, direct them to administration. Okay. But see, I don't just, I'm not just an aide. I work with, I work with the tech. 
crew. I'm a, I'm an advisor for the t- one of the clubs. I I do a lot of things within the district. So parents see me all the time, and parents do come to me. Oh, can you talk to so and so? They're failing. Oh, can you talk to this person? They're failing. Look, I'm not your per- kid's personal life coach. Yeah. But what I can do is I can find out what's going on. If, if what I'm doing with them is affecting what they're doing in the classroom, then you no longer can associate with me. You have tech comes second. Your day-to-day operation, your homework, your tests, your, all that stuff that you have to get done yep. comes first. You can't come hang out with Mr. Harris if you ain't done what you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. That's not yeah. how this works. Right. I can't vouch for you. I can, you don't have a leg to stand on. So a lot of the parents do come to me with their concerns about certain people's grades or they come to me with concerns about certain teachers. And I'm like, ah, 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 ah. listen, listen, listen. I can't speak on that teacher. First of all, I don't know that teacher. That's number one. Number two, which I'll be lying. Like, mm-hmm. I will never throw another teacher under the bus because, first of all, if I, I don't know who you are from a can of paint and you're not going to twist my words around and go run and tell that teacher I said something I didn't say. Yeah. So I'm going to sit here and be like, listen, you want, got a problem with the teacher? I advise you to go talk to the assistant principal that's ahead of that grade and go talk to them about that teacher. Yeah. I'm not the person mm-hmm. to talk to them about. It. Especially uh, students do this a lot to me. Oh, Miss So and So getting on my nerves, Mr. Harris. Can you, you know Miss So and So So? I'm like, ah, I don't want to hear it. Okay. What I want you to do is I want you to understand why this is what it is. What is the problem that's getting on your nerves? So I break it down for them. I'm like, do you understand why they have a job to do? Mm-hmm. All right. We all have to follow a chain of command. I was, you guys are too young right now to understand what that is. But you got to understand, we have to show you certain things and do certain things with you for you to, to get it and for us to be safe. Okay? Right. okay? We get paid to do this. You just get to come in. Right. Big difference. All right? We got to protect ourselves as much as we got to protect you. So if we're not showing you certain things, we're not doing certain things with you, we cannot. We, we, we're going to lose our job. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a, we had a week of sensitivity training. Because obviously I work in an area where it's predominantly a lot of Jewish students. And mm-hmm. in the middle school next door to me, some kids wrote swastikas on the wall. Obviously, we know what's going on in the world. They had a whole week and every class, every subject took a part of the sensitivity and empathy trend. So the idea was to give these kids this crash course every day for them to have understand the difference from empathy, sympathy, and to understand historical culture about about Jews and my thing is why do we have to have a whole week of this why couldn't you just be teaching this from the jump right this should have been a part of your curriculum about their culture to begin with I was like if I was in a predominantly black neighborhood I want to learn about my culture so why is the African studies involved inside the curriculum that so it, it, it's you got this is where the board of education can can get a little get a little frisky that you want to allow us to do certain things like that but you won't allow us to focus on certain cultures it's predominantly or centered around the area which we're in well that's so good sorry so it, it, it's it's a good study if, if you're into say if 85 percent of your school is happens to be african-american why is there an african studies class in? if it's like walking into the nba and you're telling me 75% of the NBA is all black, but we, we want to just cater to... It's not just catering to. We need to understand that there's a culture of people here that need to know or understand where they come from. Mm-hmm. So 
and I'm speaking of this to the Jewish students. Some of these students don't know the history. They don't. So when we're te- we're walking them through this, they had a lot of questions that, first of all, I can't answer that because I'm not Jewish. I don't know. Yep. So now they got to bring them home to mom and dad, and mom and dad has to try to answer it. I was like, but they should have something in it. In, I don't care if it's a club. I don't care if it's a, a, a one period of day where you can go learn about something. Whoever it is, put somebody on payroll to teach certain type, teach cultural history. Right. These kids don't know their history. They don't. Eh? I have one girl. Well, I told you, I'll, t- I'll tell you the story. But the young lady that thought Bonnie and Clyde was the wet bandits from Home Alone. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wow. She's going over vocabulary words. One of the vocabulary words the teacher was doing was notorious. So we was trying to explain what notorious is. Then she goes, you know, somebody can be also a negative thing. But also we had a lot of positive people in history that like the notorious B.I.G. and the rappers and different things. So she's going through it. And then she goes like, so people that was notorious for doing crime, like in American history, we had Bonnie and Clyde, you know. Americans praised them, but they were actually horrible people. They robbed banks. They killed people. They mm-hmm. were terrible people. And she went to go move on. So the girl goes, wait, Bonnie and Clyde, you mean the two guys from Home Alone? <laughs> I immediately busted out laughing. Isn't one of them Clyde, though? The t- No, it's, it's Marvin Harry. Um, oh, you're right. You're right. And the teacher goes, you mean the wet bandits? I was done. <laughs> I was done. The little girl was mortified. She says, I was lied to my whole life. I thought that was Bonnie and Clyde. That's Clyde. crazy. That's crazy. Poor baby. Um, ladies, in the vein of that question, I've heard stories, right? Obviously. I understand. You know what? Let me just rephrase this. How important is it for parents to be active in their children's schooling? You just wanna, say it. Just say it. Trying to, you know, the, the correct way to say this. Um, all I am is your child's teacher. Yeah. I t- I'm su- supposed to teach your child what they're telling me to teach your child. You are, like, the parents are the primary teachers. I just supplement what your child is already being taught. Yeah. And But the thing is, what parents seem to forget is, like, I'm not there to, I'm just there to teach them. I'm not there to teach your child how to behave. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not there to teach your child how to respect people. Mm-hmm. I'm not there to teach your child life skills. Because, again, kindergarten, I'm not supposed to touch your kid when it comes to you know, right, you're not supposed to themselves. discipline them. Mm-hmm. No, but not even just discipline them. Changing themselves, how oh, to use the bathroom, yeah, yeah, yeah. things like that. And parents send their kids to school thinking that's what I'm supposed to be doing. When, No. You're supposed to be teaching your kid these things. There's no reason why any child should come to school not knowing anything. Yeah. And this is my second year as a kindergarten teacher, and I would say this is probably the worst I've seen kids. Mm-hmm. They didn't know how to write. They didn't know how to identify their name. Um, but that's, I'm sorry to cut you off. I was going to say that's also why I prefaced the beginning of the show with the fact that there was a lot of things that wasn't expected for this school year either, right? Like, with people just being thrown into schools 
and you know what I mean? Like, okay. And and I get, I'm not disagreeing with you, not by any means. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just I saying. Also, okay, I got you. I, I, think, I think there is where, a, where our school is is predominantly um, mm-hmm, Spanish mm-hmm. Spanish children, and a lot of them are children of migrants yeah. that have recently come into the country. Cool. Again, <laughs> writing is the same in English and Spanish. No, I get a kid it. can't I get pick it. up a pencil and write a letter. In kindergarten, it's a problem. Or going to the bathroom, like that, that too. That no, like right, it's like simple, simple daily yeah. things that you should be able to do yeah. and to function. Just, there was a lot of yeah. The, so this year has been rough, and even talking to parents have been rough because they expect literally all of that from mm-hmm. me, and I'm just here to teach your child. Right. You're the primary teacher. It, this is on you. Like, talk to your child, help your child in that way. And you helping your child, you're helping us. You're helping your child in school, too. Right. Yeah. See, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so much different with the young kids compared to the older kids because you guys have it worse because these little kids, it's like you want to, you want to, the mother and you got, like, the natural mother and you want to help them. And it's like you really physically can't. I can't do it. You, you realize you're trying. It's the mother instinct, but then it's also your yeah. mo- the mother instinct with thirty six kids. Yeah. Right. Yes. And it's like, it's like, damn it! I really want to. Mm. I the, but I disagree though. I don't think there's a difference because teaching K last year, teaching fourth grade now, it is the same thing. Like behavior looks a little different, but I still got to check you because your mom's not going to check you mm-hmm. at home. And picking up, I have kids in my classroom that don't know their birthdays, but they're nine and 10 years old. How do you not know when your birthday is? That's, that's wild. The majority of my class this year. And I had to be like, well, I'll, I'll just go look like, and Thank God my daughter knows my Yeah, knows she hers. knew her birthday, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it, it looks a little different, but it's the same. Yeah. It's just a parent problem yeah. all over. I don't think it matters what grade. Yeah, it doesn't. What grade or how old the kid is. Um, parents are not taking responsibility. And it's just it's a lot. Like I, like I said, I, this year has been rough in that way. But then also seeing, like, other teachers' experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, teachers across the country, like, yeah. their videos online. Like, it's... A huge problem that I don't think parents understand. Like, we are not your child's primary teacher. You are. So the person, the kid who comes to school is a direct reflection of you. Mm-hmm. And no, go ahead. Because <laughs> I know you extent. got to an extent, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> to an extent. But I also feel like parents are not taking accountability for who their kids are or what they're doing with their kids. Um, but go ahead, Gabby. Okay. So I, I completely 100% agree. But before I was a teacher, you was one of I them was kids. Parents. One of those parents. parents. One of those parents. And unfortunately, I feel like, yes, I could have been a little bit more attentive to what was happening in my son's school, but I was a single parent. Mm. I worked mm-hmm. and I went to school. So when my son was coming home from school, I'm rushing him through that homework because yep. I, I got class. You got stuff. Yeah. 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 And not only class, now I got to cook. And I got to get you up in the morning. So I feel like for me and my experience, I try to have some type of understanding. And I know you do too. But I try to have understanding with certain parents. Like, all right, you can't do that. At least if you communicate that to me, then I can help. That part too, because communication is key. Because 
at the beginning of the school year, what are we telling parents? Oh, wait, like, this is our phone number. This is our this email. Is this call, is how yeah. you can get in touch with us. And it's not there. So now when I'm calling you, yelling at you because your kid is constantly not doing homework, because now it's like, all right, one time, I'm going to let it slide. Two times, all right, maybe you got it. But now we're at the end of the week, and your kid ain't doing homework all week. Yeah. Now it's a you problem. Yeah, now it's a you problem. And then you're coming to me with, oh, and like like we mentioned, like a lot of our kids are migrant, are parents of migrants and they all just come here. So now it's a whole week of your kid not doing homework and you've never told me you didn't have Wi-Fi. Yeah. That's the problem. And then it's like now when I'm upset because this is a problem that could have been solved on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I I think there's also a fact of that parents have a certain expectation and that's what you were talking about before mm-hmm. where, you know, you guys aren't their primary teachers technically as parents we're supposed to show them keyword being supposed to we're supposed to show them the way essentially you know what i mean um we're supposed to teach them basic once again basic functioning skills um i think that there is there was there's always that saying of you know, that the teachers are with the kids more than the parents are. Yeah. We're the parents and the parents and, are the babysitters. Yeah. Yeah. I used to feel that way wholeheartedly when I was a daycare teacher and had the kids from 7 in the morning to 6.30 at night. Yeah. And it's like, I'm with your kid more than you are. But but that and that I think that right there and throughout it could just be throughout history. That's it seems like that's where a dis- a disconnect can happen between the parent and the child. And the be- teacher? Uh, no, and the child because once again you you just described how things were where you know single parent mm-hmm. going through the motions paying bills dealing with different stress maybe you got a car note maybe you got a pet maybe you know we're adults your friends are going through stuff your family's going through stuff like life life waits for nobody mm-hmm. and i get that but that pressure sometimes lean, goes to that child yeah. and sometimes and it, it can it, it's it's like anything, right? Pressure bust pipes. Like it's either you excel or you fail. It's all depending on how how the child internalizes everything else going on. Because it's not easy as a kid to understand these type of concepts. What's up, Rod? You were like chomping at the bit <laughs> because I I see it I see it through both lenses. I get it. But like we always say on the show, life is going to be life. Facts. And I'm sorry. I know it seems a little harsh for a lot of the parents to hear. But look, it's it's difficult here for everybody. The rain don't just fall mm. on you. It's true. It falls on everybody. Okay? Life is hard for everyone right now. Inflation up through the roof, money problems, debt mm-hmm. problems, all kinds of problems. But your kids still got to show up to school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Show up to school and know how to function. To be co- this kids still gotta learn how to read, still gotta be able to write, still gotta brush their teeth, wash their wash them behind, and get ready to go out there for those seven hours to eight hours to do what they gotta do, sometimes even longer. Which school mm-hmm. shouldn't be that long. Okay. It, it really shouldn't. Honestly, I don't even think you really should be homework, but, but that's neither here nor know, there either. <laughs> yeah, it's no, but that's what it is with the with the way the system is now. So yeah. it, it's crazy. And I know it's a lot. So a lot of these teachers really can we get 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 whipped across the back with some of these kids and they 
and it can it can be really really difficult to handle and then the parents jump down your throat get mad at you but then on the flip side parents i know life is hard you work i'm working too guess what i'm working with your kid right. I, that's work all right i'm at work i think i, I enjoy th- what i do but this is work i think the worst you part work, i work we all work i think the worst part is when you hear engaged <laughs> rod when you hear Oh well, my child will never. My child doesn't. My child. Oh, I record um, your child. And I yes, they do. <laughs> I will record your child and send it to you. Like and 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 once again, right? That's the expectations. Mm. But because they're your kid, you unless obviously there's something in the household and the kids. I don't like calling them wild. I call them feral, right? Because sometimes some kids just I don't think they can necessarily control how wild they are, Mm -hmm. but, and once again, I also don't mean feral to be disrespectful, it's just what I call it. Um, But as a parent, like, we were kids at one point, and I'm not saying that all of us was crazy or all of us was nuts or anything like that. You, I doubt it. Um, but <laughs> that I believe. About you, Kyle. I heard a story. You ain't hear nothing. I was. You was, you was crazy. I was great. I was just talkative. Obviously, don't go there. Um, <laughs> from Leo, movie Leo, chomping on, biting on desk and whatnot. I what? Never, sir. Never dots. Never dots. My teachers loved me. It was homework that was the issue. Um, but but parents, we have to be more realistic. Like we have to there there needs to be and that's where the connection where the teacher comes in. Because there needs to be that point of listen, I don't know what's going on at home. I don't know how your child acts when they're with you. But I'm telling you, when they're here, they do the A, B, C, and D. I don't have a vendetta against your kid. Not unless they put like tax in my uh, in my seat or something crazy. But I've seen it. I've seen it. Um, but <laughs> but seriously, like the only thing you can do is take your take said teacher's word for it because you are not there. Mm, no. Parent, no, the parents coming yeah, out of her. No, no, uh, no. Listen, but no. I'm not saying I have a conversation. No, I think. First of all, I'm not taking anybody's word over my child until you prove it to me. That's first things first. Because that's fair. There are teachers that we're all human beings who lie. No, no, no. And, and who but, lie? but that's what I'm. But that's so, what I'm saying. But but that's what I mean. Like like as in. <laughs> I'm not saying don't take your child's word. At all, like of course you should be on your child's side. But I'm saying it needs to be that communication to understand what the hell is going well then, on. Okay, and I agree with that. I, I personally, I feel like yeah, I agree that there are discon- there are disconnections. Yep, there are parents who who expectations is out of this world. And not every teacher but, is great. Yeah, I'm not, not saying that either. But I do, <laughs> I, from my own experience, personally believe that if you build the right connections with that said parent. You'll be okay. Oh no! I'm not saying great. No, and I agree with that because I have a scholar, love him down. One of my favorites. He is. I don't want to say bad because I don't believe that children are bad. He misbehaves. He is. Yeah, he misbehaves a lot. Runs the street. His mom works overnight. So there's nobody parenting him. And as a black woman for this black child who knows what it's like to grow up in that neighborhood, I made sure that I reached out to his mother. Listen, this is what's going on. And I built that relationship. She's not attentive at all. So I know, okay, this particular child out of all 37 kids in this classroom, 
he needs a little extra loving. Listen here, Fum Fufu. All right, I'm gonna need you to relax. Um, because I don't know the kid's name, so I'm just saying anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's a bright kid. He does well. He excels Sweet in class. Child. Sweet. I love him, yeah. but there's nobody at home to take care of, to truly and, take care and, of him. And that's and and that's the thing, right? Once again, it's of course it's a two way hell, three way yeah, street, really. But like, look, I'm pretty sure the four of us has definitely had teachers that were not the best. Mm-hmm. All right, that's 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 a fact. Not every, not everybody is meant to teach. Because if it was easy, everybody would do it. True, but I also feel like it is it is is wrong for you to walk into the classroom as a teacher without thinking that you're gonna be, unfortunately, somebody's mother, somebody's counselor, oh, somebody's nurse. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Unf- I mean, and this is why teachers should get paid top dollar because I, I work. I walk we into are the, the lowest yes. paying profession in the United States of America. But do we wear all the hats? But yeah, yeah we teaching yeah. Please say it. doctors, say it. doctors, lawyers, presidents. We teaching everybody else. I'm mothering kids. All of them. The whole lot of belong to me every single day. Nursing wounds. Teaching them how to use the bathroom. Teaching them how to walk up the stairs. Yeah, how to walk up and down the stairs. So, and and once again. These and we're not here to just point out the problems, okay? Like we're not trying to crap on anybody. We're not trying oh, to. No, teaching is you know, beautiful. Yeah, I love my no, job. No, no, I'm it's, not saying it's not. It, without all of the hardships behind it, um, without all of the issues with parents and admin and things like that, being in a classroom and watching your kids actually learn and retain information and um, it's a beautiful feeling and. Even as a daycare teacher, you know, where we were never considered daycare teachers are not considered teachers. Teachers. Yeah. We're glorified babysitters, which I hate because I was actually teaching my mm-hmm. kids. I was teaching them their colors, their numbers, how to write, how to walk, yep. how to use the bathroom. And even those little milestones, it's beautiful. Teaching is beautiful. It's just everything else. It's the politics around it. It's mm-hmm. it's the relationships or lack thereof that makes it so hard. If we were able to be the teachers we wanted to be, get paid the way we wish to get paid, we would all be very happy. The teachers wouldn't be walking out in the way they are. There yeah. wouldn't be a mass exodus of teachers the way that it currently is. And and sadly, that minimum. Yeah, right. Minimum one. I need minimum one for hundred and fifty thousand. Shit. Listen, oh, okay. For Listen. real. For minimum. real. For real. Um, look, I think there needs to be more. Teachers who are able to speak up, I think there needs to be. But they are speaking up. No, no, no. They are. They are. They are now. But we're not being. No, that's that's true too. But I mean, but as a conglomerate, right? Because one teacher can say one thing, and that's why it goes through one ear and out the other for a lot of people. But right, it's so much, bro. That's like that's like when people say, "Oh, if everybody just stopped working for a day." You can see the impact of what your job does. Can you imagine if all the teachers in the states stopped one day? But our society does not work that way. So no, 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 no. And I understand that. But I'm, I'm just putting it in, 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 in a hypothetical. You. you know what I mean? If Let's say <laughs> it's a school week and y'all have to work Monday through Friday and nobody shows up. What, what are you going to, parents, what are you going to do with your kids? 
I'll tell you right now, what I noticed is the hardest thing dealing with right now is a lot of the um, the social things that's going on in schools, um, such as um, understanding children's pronouns, um, such as I- identi- the identity things that's uh-huh. happening for a lot of teachers that are slipping up. by and They're not meaning to. It's just right. genuinely one month, like last month, you identified as Kim, Kimberly, <laughs> regular Kimberly coming in, Kimberly Scott. Random name, nobody. Um, and now you're you're Kelsey, you're Kelsey Scott. You know, identifying as as a as a young man, you might slip up and call. You might say, "Hey, hey Kim," you, and the kid flips out on you. Then it turns into a whole big thing. Did you like, just and, and that, that eggshells? A lot of teachers I notice are walking no, around on eggshells with, with this, and they've been trained. And, and look, <clears> we, we go through extensive training about this whole thing. But still, it's hard when you see the same kid you saw for all these years, and you watched him in middle school. Then you go to high school, and yeah, it's it's hard to get into the rhythm. And look, like I said, we're not being insensitive to anybody, but I do feel for some of those teachers that are struggling with that because I yeah. see it every day. I see some of the students struggle with it. I have a couple. I believe I have a couple of students in my school who identify as furries. So it, hey, don't do that. Hard. It That's is what it is. Also, that's what do you mean? also Don't that's do also that. difficult. Gotta, when, hey, I see, when I see a, an individual um, cat walking by me with a tail and paws and ears, and mm. kids are laughing, and I'm, I have to tap the kids on the shoulder. Hey, hey knock that off! Stop that! Come on now. That's so, extreme. Yeah, Listen, it, it, yeah, that's but, extreme. But, yeah, but here's but here's the thing. And sorry to cut you off, Rob. Rod, no, but, but I, I think that's a, that's a, one of the big things that's stressing a lot of your teachers out. Yes, they don't know what to do. Right, like, you don't know what to say. I I just don't, I just want to be quiet. I, I don't know what to say. I've seen and, some people really have breakdowns. Yeah, like crying and sitting in a break room like I don't even know what to do. Yeah, and sadly, this is just the world that we're living in. You know what I mean? Regardless if if people agree with it or not, regardless if they like it or not, sad. I don't want to say sadly, because there's sadly. Obvi- well, but sadly. but but here's the thing: a lot of people feel very strongly about it. So it as once again, even even if even if we don't agree with it, this is the world we're living in. So it's hard it's for anybody it's hard. really to to to. Look, I'm not. I'm, 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 I am more than likely not going to remember pronouns, and I don't mean that to be disrespectful. It's just the way I operate. It's hard for me to remember people's names. I'm still learning it, man. It, 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 it's it it's out. a process, but we're actually winding down, um, ladies. If you have a strong words. <laughs> If you have a few words for teachers, the teachers who do care, the teachers who bust their asses for these kids. Granted, you know, you guys have been teaching for a little bit. Obviously, you guys also have your ups and downs. You know what I mean? Life is a perfect note. What do you think there are some things outside of drinking that you can do (laughs) to help maintain you wanting to teach. Um, <clears throat> so every teacher, every other week, if not every other month, not that, but right, put the take some time and go to the spa. Have somebody love up on your body, 
massage you. You know what I mean. Massage you. Take time <laughs> to to. <laughs> what is time, that? No, I'm just playing. I'm just take teasing. time to just relax and let go of all that stuff that happens in school. Find you a good um, school bestie. A work yeah. bestie, so that you Not you have somebody to cry. Yes, no, you. I'm teasing. Yes, you. <laughs> um, so you have somebody to cry about, cry to, get some therapy if you can afford it, girl, and keep going. Or or, or male. Or male, or man. yeah. Sorry, but, <laughs> no. you know, that's that's, and read a good book. Mm-hmm. Find time to read some books. Mm-hmm. Just in general, find time for yeah, yourself. For yourself. Yeah. Like, find an outlet of, for you outside yeah. of teaching, because like even. It, it goes with everybody, and this is not just for teachers, mm-hmm. but outside of your job, outside of being a parent, outside of being a spouse, a sister, brother, whatever, you need to find time to make you happy, to find time absolutely to explore the things that make you you. So mm-hmm. whether it be go to a bar, go to a spa, read a book, take some photos, like ensure that you are making you happy, because for teachers, if we're not happy, our kids know we're not happy. Yeah. And it's not fair to our students for them to have to live, to to exist off of our energy for the entire day. Yeah. Uh, Rod, since once again, you, you're a little newer when it comes to the the uh, teaching realm. Um, two words for you. Oh, <laughs> uh-oh. Find Jesus. <laughs> that too. What about uh, uh, some prayer into prayer is good. Prayer, prayer works. I'm prayer. telling you right now, prayer works. Um, just just Mm-mm. pray, pray on it. Remember that. Remember what your why. Yeah. Remember why yeah. you wanted to do this. Remember why you got in this. Because I believe that everybody in some form of education got into this for a reason. For a reason. Mm-hmm. And, and the why is not the paycheck. Of, yeah, I was like, and Obviously. some of them will tell you, you I got it because because you get paid. You know, I got it because I was going to get paid. You know, I got benefits. Is it really the paycheck though? That's what I look it's at. Yeah, really. yeah. I'm, I'm really? a, no, but seriously is it, speaking, is people, a lot of people say the same thing. Like we all got into this for a reason. I didn't have a reason. What if what if I don't have a reason? Is that a bad thing? No, it's not a bad thing. No, it, it, but that's you just stayed one in of it the, for one a reason. The, one, I love that's just my one job. Of the okay, there you go. No, you love, but do you do you love what you do? I do, I do. Then that's right, your so why. You then clearly, that's your why. Yeah, then that's your why. Yeah. <laughs> you, found, you you know what you love, and you wanted to give it a try. Right. And now you gave it a try, and now you love it. And listen, just walk in tomorrow. Tomorrow is a brand new day. Mm. So come the second when we all walk back into school. I don't know if it's second for y'all, third for y'all, it's whichever day it is. It's the second for me. Well, when I walk in the second, it's a brand new day. Yeah. Yep. That's true. It's a new, a new day. day. These kids are going to surprise you every time you walk through the door. So just always. Hey. For real. Always going to have something new. But well, with, with that being said, ladies, thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you for having um, us. We will definitely revisit, you know, because there is, once again, there's just so much. Uh, to talk about so many different situations we'll probably do some hypotheticals next time because that would be fun <laughs> um, especially because I'm not in it um, no but uh, like I said thank you so much for being on the show uh, Rod what 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 are you doing no 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 go ahead go ahead, go ahead. I just thought of something well, went off. well go now because oh you no, mean no, off no. off air no, no, got you off air, off air. got you <laughs> Right. Tell me where they can find you, bro. 
No, you can find me at Rod underscore Rod underscore Banks on Instagram and at Rod Rod Banks on Twitter. And you can find me, Mr. Marvel 87, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, you can find 88 Pod. What? What? The TikTok? Don't judge me. <laughs> You know I'm eclectic. Um, you you can find ADA on ADA Pi 2023 on X. Oh yeah, it's not Twitter anymore, is it? Uh, X and Instagram, and I'm still working on that TikTok. Don't judge me. Um, so with that being said, stay positive, Rod. Hit him with it. If you're looking for a different angle with a guys to give it to you, it's been a different angle, guys. We love you. Peace. Later. I'll make them all see that I could be anything I want to be If you got a dream, then you need persistence and lots of belief, yeah Yo, don't take that Negative energy, I replace that I just want to be me, I don't fake that I just want to be free, yeah, chase that I got a new obsession It's helping and teaching and giving everyone a lesson It's living and winning and building something that's impressive I don't want to do the same thing, I want to be progressive all. Got a lot of dreams that I'll make come true Got a lot of things that I want to do Got a lot of goals that I want to prove And there's not a lot of time, so I gotta make moves